0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from New York City. Welcome to the show, Trevor Oldham.
1: Thank you, Victor. Super excited to be here.
0: Well, great to have you here. Now, you are not a real estate investor. Today, we're talking a little bit about podcasting and podcasting in particular for real estate investors and real estate developers. Before we dive into the details, why don't you give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey?
1: Sure. I'd be happy to do so. And the story starts really back in 2015. And I was running a separate company to what I was running now. And with that company, I actually started and launched my own podcast back then. And I was able to interview some super cool people, Jay Papazan, co-author of the Millionaire Real Estate Investor, David Osborne, you know, just some very successful Real estate investors, absolutely loved the podcasting, loved interviewing them. Fast forward about two years of hosting my own show, wasn't making any money off of it, was sort of burnt out with that company that I've been running with a partner, decided to leave that company behind and start freelancing my skills. And what that consisted of was writing show notes for hosts, editing their shows. And one day I came across a turnkey real estate investor based out of LA. She wanted to get booked on podcasts. I thought, how hard could that be to get her booked on shows? you know, I booked some of these really high quality guests on my show, just started working with her. And then all of a sudden, I found some more freelance clients picking up that way. And then really over the last five years, since then, just been able to grow the company where we exclusively work with real estate investors.
0: That's fabulous. So your business is one where you help real estate investors, real estate developers, syndicators, folks that are looking to get additional exposure, get booked as guests on other people's shows.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Fabulous. So let's start with what makes a good guest, because at the end of the day, it's never about the guest. It's always about producing a better show and making sure that the show host gets a better show as a result of having that guest.
1: I would say definitely first and foremost, as a guest, not coming off overly promotional, there's going to be a time and place in most podcasts where the host says, you know, where current audience find more about you, you know, really just don't be overly promotional. You're not going on the podcast to be an infomercial, a lot of podcast hosts love that A to B story, and what I mean by that, you, let's say you're a real estate investor. Well, you weren't born in real estate. You know, you may have you know a W two profession, something outside of real estate. Now you own 100 units, 50 units, you know, a thousand units. How did you get from zero units to now, you know, that 100 unit mark? That's what the audience wants to hear. That's the type of story that I find most hosts like to hear from their guests as well. Also, while you're a guest, make sure you're in a quiet place. And make sure that you have a professional microphone. You can go on Amazon. You can buy, you know, a you know, a lower end quality for 50 bucks. If you're on a really nice quality, you might be able to get one for a hundred. I personally use the blue yeti. I think I got it for about $120. Just make sure you have a good microphone. As well, you want to sound professional, you want to have your story down, and that really allows you to be a good quality guest.
0: So both of those resonate very strongly with me. In fact, when we invite guests to be on our show. We ask for those two things, be in a low-echo environment with lots of soft surfaces so you're not getting a ton of rum echo because that will come through in the recording, and number two, to have a professional quality recording mic, and it's amazing how often we have to cancel an interview because the guests didn't do one or both of those two things. They show up with cell phone earbuds or a laptop mic that's picking up every sound in the entire room. As a podcast booking agent, how do you guide... Your guest. How do you pre-qualify someone to be even referred as a guest if if they can't do those two things?
1: Yes, that's something we make sure when we're going through the vetting process of working with a potential client. Let's say a client does sign on with us, we first and foremost say, "Hey, do you have a professional microphone?" And like you mentioned, we don't want you recording using your AirPods. We find a lot of folks do that, or that's what they think that's the way to record using their AirPods, or they're just recording like they're hopping on Zoom on their iPhone and they're going on the Zoom app and recording. The sound quality is not going to be great. You know, I work with quite a few hosts where I edit their podcasts, and it's super hard as an editor to make that sound quality be good when you're on that type of microphone. So it's just not great to be as a guest. So you know, we just want to make sure that we're vetting our clients, and if they don't have it, we basically send them over an article that links directly to Amazon, saying, "Hey, you know, buy the, buy the Blue Yeti if you're budget conscious. Buy the Blue Snowball if you're really budget conscious, but somehow you afford you know a couple thousand to work with our company." Fine, I'll go out and I'll go out and buy you a microphone. We do make sure we vet that with our clients because again, we don't want them to waste that opportunity on a podcast. And then two, we let them know like, let's say you are in a time crunch and you think like, oh, I'm on the road, I'm just gonna record a podcast interview. Trust me, that's not what the host wants. You just want to, you know, reschedule. Like I know, Victor, when I when I was previously gonna record with you about a month ago, I forgot I had yard work being done and there's guys outside my window, you know, using the leaf blower. And I realized that's not going to make a good quality interview. And then you just go in, you reschedule, you let the host know. It's really not that big of a deal.
0: Exactly. I can't emphasize enough how important audio quality is. And I say that from the perspective of someone who listens to podcasts. If the audio quality is not there, I'll, I'll switch. I'll turn it off and especially in an automotive environment where you got a ton of background road noise there's got to be good equalization of the levels for both speakers because if that's if it's not consistent one speaker is going to be too loud the other one's going to be too soft you're going to have road noise interfering and you're simply going to miss it and uh, people stop listening exactly when you are editing shows And I know we're geeking out a little bit here on the technical aspects of of podcasting. Do you apply dynamic compression to make sure that you equalize the audio levels even within a single speaker?
1: I definitely have to do that. Honestly, it depends when you're editing the show. Sometimes, you know, you look at, I'll look at the decimal levels and see how far one's going on one end. Like, let's say if someone's speaking and they're like a red, that means they're being super loud. And if someone's being a green, that means there might be a little bit more quiet. We don't want that to be put out an episode where someone's in their car listening to the episode, you know, I'm talking, they have to turn it up and then Victor, you're talking and they have to turn it down. You know, that's not going to be a great experience for the listeners. So we definitely use tools like that to make sure that we're always going out there and trying to level it out. So that way one speaker is not too much louder or too much quieter than the other.
0: I get approached on a weekly basis by not hundreds, but dozens of podcast booking agents. And oftentimes, they don't do their due diligence. They suggest a guest that was recently a guest, or they suggest someone who is clearly not a fit to the show at all. Can you describe your process? How do you perform due diligence to even suggest a guest for a particular show?
1: Yeah, most certainly. So I would say first off, if we're working with a client, we want to get a guest list of all the previous podcasts that they've been on. And then once we get that, even then we'll basically go on, we use a tool called Listen Notes and you can go on and type in, I can type in my name, you can type in your name, you can type in our client's name and I'll show you all the podcasts that they've been on. So in case they missed one, we'll just write that down. Like let's say if a client's been on 30 interviews and they forget one or two, so that's first and foremost. And then second, we take a look at the show. Does it make sense for our client and what they're talking about? Like let's say is it a real estate agent trying to go on a multifamily show or a lot of times we find I find folks that they're a fix and flip guy and I'm helping a multifamily host, you know, book guests for his show. And we got a fix and flip guy that's never done any multifamily. And conversely, you know, say someone that is in multifamily trying to be on a fix and flip show, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's going to irritate the hosts. So the way that you are able to go overcome that very simple, just click on the show on iTunes, check out their previous guests, check out the show description, listen to an episode, of the show. I'm assuming anyone that's wanting to be a guest, you're going to have 30 minutes throughout the week, you know, checking check in on a podcast interview, whether that's driving, walking at the gym, even making dinner just so that you get a feel for the show. You want to make sure you do all of those things because the last thing you want to do is just pitch yourself to a show that doesn't make any sense at all. It's just going to irritate the host at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. Well, Trevor, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way?
1: Sure, I would say they can go to our website podcastingyou.com. dot com that's podcastingyou.com slash real estate espresso or if they want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm happy to chat there as well.
0: Fabulous Well, thank you for this. I think it's so important for folks that aspire to be guests on shows to get additional exposure to have a little bit of that training and get that professional exposure. that's super important. so thank you for that and for the listeners at home definitely connect with Trevor at podcasting The link will be in the show notes and in the meantime have an awesome rest of your weekend go make some great things happen we'll talk to you again tomorrow